Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. It is the Wednesday Night War podcast, even though the Wednesday Night War has not really kicked off yet, but it is September 25th. We got an XT to talk about. This is going to be a new, a different kind of show. I'm going to run point guard on it. You're going to hear from Alex Palowski and Warren Hayes every Wednesday, or at least most Wednesdays. We're going to talk about both shows but hey, if you haven't been over to Fightful.com this week, maybe you just check out the shows. we got lots of stuff over there. Uh, Kristen Ashley has a great piece on sexualizing women in wrestling. She talked to Eva Lise, Mercedes Martinez, Shaza McKenzie, Allison Kay. I was able to speak to Samoa Joe for an exclusive. Uh, we have the Fightful Wrestling Weekly that drops every single week. Just tons of exclusive stuff over there, including post shows for Raw, SmackDown. We have The List and Your Boy, which is our weekly news show. Just a ton of stuff. If you haven't checked it out, do that. If you want to support us, FightfulSelect.com is our premium option. You can go over there and find all kinds of cool stuff. I won't bore you with the details, but uh, if you don't want to do that, leave us a nice thumbs up. Leave a super chat on this show. You can get your questions or statement read on the air. Just a ton of stuff. Alex Pawlowski, how you doing? I'm doing well, uh, Sean. Uh, I'm about uh, three hours, my time, from turning 40. Uh, they say that 40 is the new 30, uh, but for me, 40 feels like the new 50, and 60 might be the new dead. You know, but I, So what if I have a history of heart disease in my family? I mean, I sound like the Grim Reapers on my shoulder or anything. You embarrass me. You I embarrass should. Me. I, I should. I embarrass myself, Sean. 
We're also joined by one Mr. Warren Hayes. Warren, you all know from uh, his run on the 205 Live NXT UK review, it made a lot of sense to bring him over here onto the main site uh, to cover NXT as it launched uh, launched for us. But uh, he's also done a ton of retro reviews. Warren, I've, I've still not forgiven you for Super Clash. Okay, seriously, I think it's time to move on, Sean. I think it's time for you seriously to 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 get over it and move on. No, no, th- no because yeah, you know yes. why? Because you know what was added to the goddamn WWE Network today that I know you're going to try to have me watch. Uh, tell me, Super Clash Four. God damn, let's do this. I'm super excited. And if it's any consolation, Alex, look, I, I've this is my. Fifth year into my forties, what do you got to worry about, bro? I mean, no, nothing. Hopefully, I'll make it to forty-five. Easy. It's the next thirty years after that I'm worried about. <laughs> well, Alex, we want to wish you a happy birthday for sure. Uh, make sure you guys check out Fightful Select in the coming weeks. You will see the debut of Alex on Sour Graps. I am personally very excited for that. Uh, we'll let you know when that all hits, but. We got NXT tonight, and Warren, you're, you've been the guy that's covered NXT, quite frankly, solo for a long time. How have these first two weeks of NXT stacked up to what you had been watching before? Because one of the things I had heard from people within the company is that they didn't want to do things. They didn't want to sell a, like a false bill of goods to people. Based on, they didn't want to have like Seth Rollins on the first show and be like, oh, this is NXT, when that really wasn't what it was. How do you think this compares to what we've seen in, in weeks, months, even years past. Well, it's honestly we what we have is a, a an extended, faster paced NXT. Um, there has been there has been quite a bit of uh, of filler. Uh, I wouldn't call it filler, but there's there in the in the taped segments. Uh, there, there have been a lot more taped segments on the taped shows when they were still on the network, uh, as opposed to now where it's very, very clean and just match after match after match. You don't get much backstage interaction. You don't get the vignettes or it's all concentrated in ring. If anything, I dig the pace a lot more now, but it's still very true to what uh, to what the show's been doing over the past few years, where it's just like focusing on the wrestling focusing on the in-ring and helping us uh, grow to love and adore new stars. So it's been off to a rousing start. I've dug the first two weeks. Yeah, I, I like it too. And I, I thought that was an interesting approach that, and what somebody was telling me. they Last week, the person actually made it, one of the people I talked to actually made it sound like it was like some sort of negative, like this is going to be the same show as it usually is. So I, I think that's a good thing. You don't need Hulk Hogan popping up on NXT or anything. Will it draw in a couple new viewers? Maybe. But we what we've seen out of the first two weeks is an accurate representa- representation and portrayal of what we're going to see. And I like that. Uh, reminder, guys, donate a super chat. You'll get your questions or statements on the air. Uh, Hannah Moore says, it's easy not to age when you're dead, but happy birthday, Alex. We had somebody in the chat say, didn't get a notification that you're live. Well, that's because Warren isn't. He is dead. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> We open the show with a great shot. Undisputed Era on the balcony, all their gold. Warren, this was cool. And what I what I love, and I don't know what the hell channel you watch it on in Canada. You got your 
You got like a, a viewfinder. Like, what was that? That gimmick where you switched the pictures and had the. That's exactly it. It was a. View, it's a viewfinder. Viewmaster. 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 Ah. That's yeah. right. Yes. Close enough. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And this is this goes exactly into what we were saying, Sean. Not wasting any time with storylines or you know we haven't. If you're tuning in to NXT for the first time, you didn't have the network, you didn't have a chance to see it, you don't understand the history of Undisputed Era. But goddamn, you understand who Undisputed Era are. They're four dudes. They have all the gold. They're on. They're on this balcony on top of uh, looking down on 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 uh, on the arena on full sail. You're like, okay, well, I get it. These guys are the guys to beat. You don't need more than that. It's wrestling, after all. These are all references we understand. It's like, okay, these these are the guys. I get it. We don't need to go more in depth, and that honestly is something that I that I liked last week, and that I like this week as well. Not explaining the feuds. We're not in, you know, we're not in main. Uh, it's, uh, try not to say main roster anymore, but we're not like on Raw or SmackDown, and you, you know where you have. A, a five minute vignette to explain to us what happened three weeks ago or to build us up to the, this point. It feels fresh. You can feel the history because commentary is telling us like they did with EO and Candace last week. Oh, these two don't like each other. They have yeah. a history and we don't need to go any deeper. Let the story, let the, the new history develop in front of our eyes. And like I said, it's wrestling after all, as long as we understand who are the good guys, who are the bad guys, and who don't like each other, we're good. I, I dig it. Alex, I thought that this was an important shot to open up USA Network with uh, in, in case somebody missed it last week. You see who the top guys are. You see what they're about. And you, 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 you it's out there for you, Alex. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, you know, they're, they're really um, – they're showing off uh, the rest of the roster. You know what I mean? Like, like, because we, we haven't seen uh, O'Reilly uh, and Fish have a match yet. We haven't seen Cole have a match. Cole was actually, like, really on TV for the first time tonight. I mean, I know he was on last week, but very briefly. Like, this was, like, he was out there, like, and he was he was challenging his next uh, his next guy. Uh, but they're, foc- they're allowing everyone else to get the shine because they're like, oh, and wait until you see these guys because they're saving – they have so many bullets in the chamber lined up for next week. Their first full two-hour live show up against the premiere of AEW, and they're going to fire them all. And like, so, so this was a, an interesting thing that that they were doing by showing off a lot of people that you uh, like. Hey, that's intriguing. I'd like to see that guy. And I know that I haven't even seen the champs yet. It's going to be great. Well, then we, we lead off with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, or as some call him, Donovan Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> the the Kenny Omega aspect of this is something we're going to cover tonight, as this is the Wednesday Night War podcast. Kenny Omega issued his comments last week about nobody being a dark match quality guy, even in NXT. Dominic Dijak, I can't call him Dijakovic, my God, I'm going to call him Dominic because it's it's so awkward for me. But he took exception to that, brought up his uh, PWG match with Keith Lee. Kenny Omega went, like, in character on BTE. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. 
it pressed the right buttons. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, they got to be above this. Why are they? Did did you all, like, watch the Monday Night Wars? If not, that's okay. But there's a lot of documentaries on it. Uh, Taking shots at WWE. uh, Saying that Shawn Michaels had a super kick that wouldn't get him a green belt. Giving away the results of a show. Billionaire Ted skits. Jim Cornette showing up and talking about how Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper were sucking wind during their match and, and almost took all the oxygen out of the first few rows. Warren, this is not a new thing at all. And don't forget Mick Foley putting butts in the seats. Yeah. Uh, the No, it's not. And you know what? You, he, I'm, I'm okay with company stars like Kenny Omega or Seth Rollins or whoever – Going out there and just and preaching for their company and taking shots, that's what they're paid for. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to go out there and go rah, rah, rah. That's absolutely, I am 100% okay with it. And what, and Omega's promo was hilariously absurd. The sunglasses? It was so, the sun, everything. <laughs> and, and you know, like Kenny is a smart guy and he knows what he's doing. So he did his first promo where he talked about NXT being under him. And it, it, it sort of got people uh, uh, excited, but he was like, look, this was a promo. So he says, okay, am, am I supposed to do a promo? I'll cut a, I'll cut a wrestling promo. And he just went full cheese, completely, completely over the top with everything he was saying. I thought it was fantastic. I really, really thought it was great. And in in this context, guys, gals, sorry to say, we're going to see more and more of it. And they're going to say stuff against your favorites that you're not going to care about. But that's just how it's going to go. I'm ready for those clickety clacks. Oh, am I ready for them? <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Alex, Dominic Dijak and Keith Lee had as good of a match as you would expect. Like you, you see Dominic doing the Canadian Destroyer. You see uh, like Keith dropping him with a headbutt. This is just... A couple of guys who 20 years ago would have never needed to do this stuff, much less been able to. Because really, 20 years ago in the last Monday Night War, Alex, we saw The Undertaker do a dive over the top rope and we're like, wow! (laughs) (laughs) Well, things have changed a little bit since then, Alex. Uh, What did you think of this match? Uh, I remember when the giant did a drop kick and we all lost our minds. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, the, these guys are, are such we 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 used to talk a lot uh, on the old Monday Night Show, uh, Sean, about uh, uh, sirloin grade beef sons of bitches. And Couple these, of them right these, here. Yeah, these two guys they fit the bill. Uh, this was this was so great. I I loved their the first two matches because don't forget the first one months and months and months ago before Dijak uh, Dijakovic uh, Dijakovic I don't know how to pronounce it uh, got hurt. Um, was was a uh, double count out, and it was like, ooh, I want to see more of that. And then we got another one, which uh, which Dijakovic won, uh, and now we got Keith Lee winning one. And I listen, you and I have talked about how fifty fifty booking doesn't work most of the time, but in a feud like this, where these two guys give each other their best shot, and on one night. One guy's going to knock the other out, and in the other night, somebody else is going to knock the other guy. I, I thought it was great. I'm so on board for this continuing, seeing if these guys like get like North American title shots out of it, like something like that. That'd be great. 
I mean, just to, to jump in here, uh, you know, I don't think we can really call this 50-50 booking when commentary is saying, oh, they're tied in the series, you know? It's like, right. oh, okay, right. so there is more coming, so that's right. really exciting. And it's Dijakovic, and you can be damn sure that if he ever ends up on main roster, the last name is the first thing to go. Yeah, and th- these two just have very special chemistry. It's been evident for a while, and I mean, my God, anybody that saw Dijak in ROH, they, they knew what was yeah. coming next. Yeah. They knew WWE was going to pluck this guy. He is their dream, and this is a great representation of the new age of big men, and WWE was very strategic about what they put on USA the last two weeks, and I thought that was good. I thought that was brilliant. I really dig it. Uh, they mentioned that the Shayna Baszler Candice LeRae match will be next week. Of course, we knew that. But then we get the return of Dakota Kai. Big return for NXT. Yeah. And hey, all things considered, her coming back like nine, ten months after an ACL tear, good news. I mean, that, that's that's pretty good stuff. Glad to see her back. Uh, she defeated Tanera Conti. I, I like seeing Tanera get those reps in. Somebody with a judo background, I'm all for. Uh, because as we've seen in the past with Tainera, if she gets lost in a spot, just go to a hip throw. There you go. Go to a hip throw, slap on an arm bar. You can find your way out of this. Warren, what did you think of uh, Dakota Kai and her return? Um, uh, I've, I've been a big fan of Dakota Kai, and it was really, really, the timing was really terrible when she got injured last year. She was just about to be thrown into a trio with. Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane to go up against the horse women. Like they had yeah. been starting to build this. And then shortly after she was in, she even, she had even wrestled a match in NXT UK against Tony Storm. Um, once the, once the, the show had started, it was the, the tournament that they had to determine the number one contender for Rhea Ripley's, uh, NXT UK women's championship belt. Uh, and, uh, and in my opinion, Dakota Kai got, Tony Storm's best match out of her, her best match, uh, Tony Storm's best match on the NXT UK brand. But so I was really looking forward to her moving forward. I thought they were doing great character work, you know, with her feeling that she was being bullied, then sort of overcoming it, overcoming Shayna Baszler, the bully, then being put in this trio. I saw great things. Like you said, I mean, it's fantastic news that she could come back so soon and with the kicks that she was pulling out here tonight, man, you'd swear nothing had happened to her legs. I think she's a really good fit for NXT as well, and it's going to be an important part of that brand on USA. Alex, any thoughts about Dakota Kai and her return? Uh, I, you could tell she was really emotional being back in front of that crowd. That because that's the thing about about Full Sail that they they really uh, view these wrestlers as family, and you can get what they're, they they they. They, you know, they root for them personally because so many of them get like one on one time with them after the shows. And like, you know, like they meet them. They know each other by name. Like a lot of these wrestlers know people in the front row by name and say hi to them and all that kind of stuff. It's it's really a familiar atmosphere. So you can tell she was feeling that genuine love from the crowd when she came back. Um, and I'm just I'm really happy for her as well. Uh, I, I, I loved where they were going with her being bullied uh, by Shayna. I thought there was a chance they were going to build to her to a point where she was going to gain the confidence to have a, a, a title match versus Shayna uh, mm-hmm. at some point, and it, it, that just didn't uh, come to fruition because of the injury. 
Uh, who knows what they have in store for her, but I'm really glad to see her back. And uh, I thought I thought Tainara was a perfect opponent for her for her first match back. If you guys haven't gotten your fill of non-main roster stuff, check out the FightfulSelect.com Weekender podcast. It drops every weekend. covers uh, Ring of Honor, NWA. It covers NXT UK, 205 Live, a little bit of everything. This weekend it will also have your Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor wrap-up. So make sure you guys subscribe over there and check that out. Over on Fightful.com, go to the Exclusives tab as I have a new feature up on Shane Taylor, Ring of Honor TV champion. I did an interview with him inside Maple Leaf Garden where he talked about his issues with Ring of Honor and how those have kind of unfolded. We have lots of great stuff up on that Exclusives tab as well and also tons of UFC, uh, Bellator, boxing shows this weekend. It is a busy, busy weekend. Uh, across non-WWE stuff especially. So make sure you guys go give that a peek. Matt Riddle, Killian Dane. This was for a top contendership spot in a street fight. Ah, man. Matt Riddle can sell his ass off Alex. It looks like he enjoys selling. Yeah, uh, it, it really does. Uh, uh, he's he's so great at, at uh, uh, selling throughout the match. And in very creative ways of something. He really, really feels like he's just like, there are certain times in a match with Matt Riddle when he's, when he's really getting beat up that you can almost see him questioning why he does this for a living. <laughs> like, like there's that kind of selling. And I love the other thing I was watching this. I was like, it is, it should be a crime that Vince had Killian Dane on the main roster for that long and never let him work at all. He's so good at playing this big heavy who likes to smash stuff. You'd think Vince would fall in love with a guy like that. I mean, if you don't want to use sanity as a whole, fine. But break him up and let Killian Dane wreck somebody's Christmas. Like, that would be... I don't know what they're doing not using him. He's so perfect in this role. I also love him wearing jeans now. Because the singlet was not doing him any favors. Yeah, I mean, my God. They had him on the main roster for gosh a year almost yeah it was 11 months he did they won one match at extreme rules against new day that was and i think they won uh, the survivor series match too but whoop de doo uh but which we were told didn't count outright didn't right. count didn't count oh my god this match counted and it was awesome uh matt took down dame with a double leg Really, like, you take a look at a guy like Matt Riddle and you, you see that, like, there are tons of appealing factors. Then he throws, like, a deadlift German suplex on a guy this size. Mm. Unbelievable. It goes outside. Uh, and, you know, you also see Dane hitting, like, that power bomb. And one of the things I loved, Warren, him following up a power bomb with an elbow drop. I saw somebody tweet, hey, I never see that. And I'm thinking, why not? You're going down there for the pin anyway. Why, yeah. why not do that, Warren? Just get in a little extra something before coming down. Yeah, absolutely. No, that was fantastic. I, I, I really, I really liked how this match was structured. One of the things that I that I fear the most whenever I hear the word street fight is the or no DQ is is the match immediately spilling to the outside and everyone getting to the toys and everyone starting wailing on each other. But no, these two guys started in the ring. It was like, look, we're going to fight and we're going to fight. We're going to fight each other. We're going to try to take each other down. 
And then when you get to the point where neither guy can take, you can get the upper hand, then we hit the bricks to the outside and, and, and then, and then start pulling out the chairs and start brawling into the audience and to the backstage area. The body pressed through the, whatever the hell wall that was. I love it. Keep, keep that doing was, it. That's fantastic. And, and did it, my God, it looks so good. And it just works with the guy as with, with the girth. Of Killian Dane because it just looks like anything would collapse under his weight regardless. And I loved how Riddle was just like sitting on the back there and he's like, dead man. Yes. I can't move, man. I <laughs> that was fantastic. That, I hope that area of the arena and that spot, which is clearly manufactured, I hope that becomes NXT's Spanish announce table. <laughs> I hope that becomes their go-to spot. All the time. Like, we see people over there. You don't have to clear anything off. You just run somebody through. You German suplex them through. I don't care. I loved it. It looked good. I'm all for it. It's like GCW. Does it make any sense that they put people through doors? Not really, but I still want to see it. I still like it. Uh, I also loved, towards the end of this match, like Matt hitting a a slingshot elbow drop, and (laughs) the Vader bombs were really, really good. Matt catches uh, catches Dane on the top turnbuckle, does a powerbomb himself into the final flash with a chair, but Dane kicked out. He taps him with the Fujiwara armbar. If you're going to have somebody facing Adam Cole for the title, it's good to make them look real goddamn strong, Warren, and that's what happened here. And not only that, not only that, this is the kind of match where you're getting the hardcore fan interested, right? Because maybe for the casual fan, Adam Cole and Matt Riddle don't necessarily ring true to you, but for the audience that you're going to try and keep on your side next week, putting Cole and Riddle, and if I'm not mistaken, and anyone in the chat or here in this panel can correct me, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time that Adam Cole and Matt Riddle are going to be fighting. It's it's going to be special. It's special in and about it's it's special within this bubble of wrestling fandom that we have. So smart, smart stuff. I will also bookend my commentary saying here that with sanity not working out and Killian Dane returning to NXT and the War Raiders being over on uh, on Raw now, I can't believe we're missing out on the opportunity of Ivar and Killian Day not pulling 305 live stuff on each other. Yeah. That just breaks my heart. Alex, you and I together have covered well over a thousand matches. This may oh, yeah. be the first or maybe second Matt Riddle match we've ever covered. Yeah. To be quite honest, it might be the first or second Killian Dane match we've ever covered. He was on SmackDown yeah. for a year. Yeah. Uh, it seems a little bit weird here, but what did you think of the Matt Riddle title uh, contender win? Well, I mean, I I I, I loved uh, their first match, the the one that uh, Dane won with a, a, a trio of Vader bombs. I like that he went for it again this time, and Riddle was able to kick out, which means we just we get a, a bonus wrestling. Like everything that happened after that is all gravy. So it was all so great. I love the Fujiwara armbar with the, with the bridge. That, that enhanced it. Like I love, I love um, submission moves that have like a tweak that a guy applies that enhances it and make it un, not tap outable or whatever. Like like there's no way you okay. I can withstand this pain, but then he bridges. He, he thrusts the hips up, and all of a sudden, 
Uh, no, I can't. I can't take this anymore. I got to tap out. I love. I love that. I think it's great. Makes him look strong. Uh, Riddle is absolutely the guy that you want uh, on your weekly USA show. He's going to be a huge, huge draw for people. We're like, he's he's totally charismatic, and he he wrestles in a pair of like you know trunks and and no 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 tape anywhere no shoes obviously like he's totally interesting to look at because he's so different from everybody else especially when you have dane in like a full like you know jeans and a t-shirt like it, it looks so different um I, I thought it was really cool uh him versus cole is going to be great like uh, as i said they're they're basically trying to crush aew from the outset they're not they're not giving them a chance to, to look like no you have to watch this particular episode of NXT and you're going to want to watch it live because of these three matches plus whatever else we're going to give you. So WWE looks to crush AEW. If you want to crush your limp dick, take Blue Chew. Specifically, Blue Chew with that code Fightful. Blue Chew brings you the first FDA approved or the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and CLC. You know they work. It's not some Johnny come lately, but hey, if you take it, Johnny can come whenever he wants. Prescribed online, ship straight to your door in a discreet package. Nobody knows what you're getting in the mail. It's a package, all right, and it's going to enhance your package. Maybe you want to swing for the fences like Eugenio Suarez with those 49 home runs. Or maybe, maybe you're, you're just going to have that underwhelming Miguel Cabrera season. All that hype, 30-something million dollars for like 10 dingers? No, you want 49. You want them sailing over the fence. You want to fill up the ballpark and something else if you know what I'm saying. This stuff is prescribed online by Blue Chew approved doctors. Shipped straight to your door like I mentioned. Don't worry, guys. Nobody's going to know what's coming to you in the mail. It's all right. It's not for people that have a problem. It's for people who want to enhance their performance. Hey, if you have a problem, it's for you too. But, you know, just saying. Just saying. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Hit them up at Blue Chew. Let them know you heard about them from us. Because I'm telling you, the one thing you don't want, the one thing you don't want is a limp penis when you're supposed to have a hard penis. It just, it's not mm. good. It's not mm. a good idea. It's a bad thing to do. Oh, man. I don't watch baseball, so you know when you when you start talking about players and stuff, I, I, I to me you're just reading from the phone book, Sean. I have no idea what's going on. Well, you know what, Eugenio Suarez is very good. He hit a lot of home runs this season, so we'll say that. Adam Cole comes out. He tries to get in Matt Riddle's face, but Matt Riddle gives him the old tap tap taparoo, and I love this because it made Matt look street smart. He got the hell out of the ring before Undisputed Era got in there. Uh, a good way to make your future title contender look, Warren. Can you believe it? Not a stupid baby face. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Not hanging around to fight off the three other guys? Yes. Right. I mean, great. I'm speechless. I don't know what to add. It's like it's it feels so new to me. No, I mean it's it's fantastic. I mean it's it was such a good call to do that to end it on that note. And I love and even when we were switched over to the network, Cole was still like holding his arm, like oh, yes. was he always, always. It was 
Uh, it was so so good. But yeah, absolutely. Make Riddle look strong moving into the into the show next week. Make sure that we know that whenever Adam Cole is going to be in trouble, the lads are going to be there to back him up. Uh, the story's set. Let's uh, the the stage is set. Let's have the story next week. Good way to bridge the gap, I thought. And the second hour, honestly, was not much of consequence, but some still still some good stuff. Rhea Ripley beat Caden Carter. Uh, Carter just crushed Rhea with a running drop kick before Rhea beat her down. Delayed suplex, uh, and then a Hurricane Rana hit for Carter. Springboard arm drag into a Hurricane Rana. Then Rhea was like, piss off, mate. Hitting the Riptide, getting the pin. I love the Riptide. It is a great move. I love her uh, folding over Carter and then leaning her weight over as well. I love that. Rhea Ripley is such an old-school heel, Warren. Like, just all the mannerisms and stuff. She gets it on a heel level to to a degree that most don't. Yeah, absolutely. And and oddly enough, she's getting big, big pops from from the full sale crowd. But then again, you know, the you know, the Alex and I touched on this a bit last week. You know, the the full sale crowd will when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply appreciate and approve good wrestling work good in-ring work whether it be whether it be actual work rate or just your character work uh so it's no surprise that Rhea Ripley is getting over like that because she is uh, fantastic but uh, since I've been since I've been covering um uh, NXT UK and even the Mae Young Classic last year uh Ripley has been through such a she's developed so much confidence in who she is in the ring and what her character is. You go back and look at her uh, with the uh, NXT UK Women's Champion coming out of Evolution last year and where she is today, her character has blown up. She's enormous now and uh, and that goes exactly into what you're saying. She gets it. She knows what she has to do to be a big, convincing badass in the ring. She's a natural at it. It's absolutely fantastic. And uh, and I I think she's a she's a perfect fit for for the NXT crowd. I don't know how long they're going to keep her there. Yeah. There's been rumors, but she's perfect, perfect, perfect. She's a can't miss star till she gets to the main roster because they main. They managed to miss all kinds of people there. Yeah. yeah. Alex, any thoughts on Rhea Ripley or Caden or Carter for that matter? Yeah. Well, Caden Carter, uh, formerly Lacey Lane. Yes. Correct. Yes. Uh, I really enjoyed her stuff uh, in the Mae Young Classic. She got no, a couple no of. No relation uh, to Lenny Lane, I'm told. No, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. But uh, I didn't, uh, I did enjoy. <laughs> partner uh, of Lodi. Yes, yes, I, I, I know who you're referring to. Uh, the family resemblance is striking. It's amazing that they're not related. But what I will say is that uh, I, I enjoyed her work in the Mayon Classic. She got a couple of cool upset uh, victories there. Uh, I really liked her work tonight. I thought that she's, she's improved even since the Mayon Classic. Love Rhea Ripley. Uh, I love that she is just a straight 
badass. Yeah. That's just who she is. That's her health character. When she shows up and challenges Shayna Baszler, who could not be more of a heel, but she does it with heel mannerisms. Like she's like, this is, I don't think there's a, there's a good um, gender specific way to say this, but Rhea Ripley is the biggest swinging dick in the whole joint. Yes. Like that's just who she is. And she walks up to Shayna Baszler and says, you're the toughest guy in the yard. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. That's who she is. Oh, she, she shows up. She's, she's in the great. prison cafeteria about to crack Shayna Baszler over the skull with a lunch tray. I mean, that's yeah, that's exactly. what's happening. That's exactly and what it is. I love it. The thing is, I think the main roster needs her even more badly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My my thing is that uh, this is my my dream uh, thing to actually make the women's tag team division into something that you could really, really sink your teeth into uh, is, is a a heel team of Ruby riot and Rhea Ripley. I think those two could be magic together. They they already have the right aesthetic. They fit together. You could get, you you could put them together and let Rhea be the heavy, obviously, and Ruby riot be the, be the leader. I think those two could, could like light the world on fire as a, as a women's tag team. But that's, that's, crazy fantasy booking right now Rhea Ripley's beating people up in NXT and she could absolutely if they wanted her to be without any effort at all be the next women's champion of NXT I think she'd be the next women's champion of Monday Night Raw if she wanted to be if they wanted to book her absolutely I legitimately think she could show up fight Becky Lynch lay her out beat her for the championship because there there is not money in a Rhea Ripley chase as of right now no the money is somebody chasing Rhea Ripley coming out there and kicking people's asses and that's why I think the main roster needs her is because she's a perfect foil for (laughs) Becky Lynch I think yes and and and, and, and one thing is uh uh if I'm wrong 23 years old like if you don't know Rhea Ripley She's young. She's got a lot of great years left ahead of her if she so chooses. Like, you could really build a whole thing around her. It'd be great. And it, just to add on to that, you wouldn't – she's not a Lacey Evans proposition where you have to convince us that Lacey no. Evans is a contender. She got into the ring, faced a nose-to-nose with Shayna Baszler. The, the crowd erupted. I erupted. I was like, finally, someone is reading my fanfic. <laughs> and 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 then if you were to turn her on Becky Lynch on main like Sean said she just walks up and everyone is like this is the woman that's going to beat the shit out of the man for sure yes. and uh, there's no question about it hey, no she's fantastic what better person to beat the man than the biggest swinging dick in the company <laughs> that's right there you that's go right. <laughs> Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch defeated uh what the hell was their name uh, it was like, oh, uh, ever rise, ever rise. They got beat by Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. This was a harmless jobber crush. Oni and Danny hit their finish for the win. Alex, uh, Oni Lorcan, one of the greatest things about social media these days, and uh, Danny Birch along for the ride here and there again as well. Harmless, fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm. I'm a huge fan of Oni and Tui. I think the, those two guys are are amazing. Uh, I I I think they're I think they're great. They absolutely You've been waiting are, a long time for that, haven't you? I really have. I don't I don't get to review a lot of their matches, so I've been waiting for Wani and Dewey. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I I I think that they they work so well together. Um, I love you know um, 
tomorrow do the Britam brawlers. One's British, one's American. Otherwise, they look identical. Like one of them could be the other one's stunt double. Uh, it's it's great. I, I love I love the way they work in the ring. I love their tandem finisher. That elevated DDT always looks sickening. Um, they're the perfect guys to have on a roster on a tag team, a tag team division because they can be elevated to get a title shot, even if they don't actually ever become champions. Or you can drop them down and have them be a gatekeeper that that a young team has to go through in order to be found legitimate. So they can move on to the next level. I think that they're a really great tag team to have. Just before we move on, I do want to put over Everrise, though, for a quick second. A couple of Quebec boys out of uh, Chateau Gay, which is just out of Montreal. Guys who have worked in uh, uh, IWS in Montreal, uh, um, um, uh, International Wrestling Syndicate, and in Shikara. They wrestled as 2.0 and 3.0. Sure. Uh, uh, fantastic guys. I'm glad that they're getting that they're getting their shot. They've even talked about the fact that they're Quebecois, but that doesn't matter. I'm still I mean, happy. They're, they're an outstanding team. It just wasn't their spot to be like it, no. this. This was their spot uh, was to make Lorcan and Birch one and two e look good. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, my God, they've they've teamed together for like what 15, 16 years at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They've been together for, for an eternity. Absolutely, all over, all over the world. From like PWG, CZW. I mean, they, they've been all over the place. It's good to see them get a little bit of shine. Street Profits are getting a rematch for their or a rematch of sorts. They're getting a title shot. Uh, is it next week or the week after? Next week. Okay, so that's a stacked show. That's three Hell title yeah. matches on that show. We'll make predictions later. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Cameron Grimes comes out, faces Raul Mendoza. Uh, Cameron Grimes' hat sucks so bad. It is such a bad hat. Uh, it is a real bad goddamn hat. Um, uh, it's it's so bad, it makes the vest look good, and the vest is terrible. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Raul Mendoza, very, very good. Boy, yeah. let me tell you, I needed the cold compress when he had a flying headlock takeover. Oh, boy. Yep. Damn, sailed through the air. I thought he was going to hit like a sideways bulldog. Nope, headlock takeover, and it was a thing of beauty. Because let me tell you, if if you told Cameron Grimes, uh, the former Trevor Lee, tomorrow you got to work a 60-minute match on the fly, he could do it, without a yep. doubt. Without a doubt. The guy is so good. But that hat is so bad. <laughs> that hat is so bad. If he stomped the hat for 10 minutes, that's mm-hmm. 10 minutes of cheap heat I would buy into. Because <laughs> that hat sucks so bad that I'm not talking about this really, really good match where Cameron did a Spanish fly and uh, like finishes with a, a, or did a meteor after that. But he didn't do a thing to that hat. And it sucked. Um, yeah, no, that, the hat sucks. Uh, as I said last night, it's, it's a it's bad like, hat. It's it's got it like it's like a cowboy hat on the sides, and it's like a little squishy top hat on top. It doesn't it doesn't work. It's two different he hats. Looks that, like, like he's trying to decide if he wants to be a cowboy, a rock star, or a musician. And he yeah. said, "Forget it. I'm gonna do all three. I'm gonna do all three. Uh, Raúl Mendoza is was uh, is a personal favorite of mine from a, for a long time. Uh, he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, which was one of the first things I covered for Fightful. Uh, I, I liked him in his match there against the Brian Kendrick. Uh, and since then, whenever he's popped up on, on NXT, I've been like, why is this guy not 
at least you know, like teaming with somebody in, in like a luchador tag team or something. What's he not? What's he doing? Like like he should be doing something. Like give him a real character. And I, I, and I thought tonight he was going to get his first victory, like a flash win over uh, over uh, Grimes, make it make Grimes earn it. And, and but I, I that that running step up in Sagiri that he did, God. that looked like it took Lee's head off. And this is what I love about not Lee Grimes now. What I love about Cameron Grimes is that he sells for the entire match and for 10 minutes after it. Like yeah. the way he was, he was like, he came after that, after he, he got with he, he, the pinfall, he wakes up and he, he gets up and he's still holding his jaw. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's a, that's a really cool thing. you got to teach more guys at the PC to even in victory, realize that that cost me something. I, I got my bell rung and, but I won. That's even more impressive than, aha, none of, I'm impervious to all of your damages. Guy's a master like, I, in the ring. He's so good, yeah. and I know a lot of people don't see it. I know a lot of people just completely ignore Impact Wrestling or TNA or whatever the hell you yeah. want to call it at the time. He was such a bright spot. And when I was doing the show with Shane Helms, he would, not, not just because he was managing the guy, he was like, you have to watch this guy, you have to see him. He is, he gets it, and he can work any number of styles. Raul Mendoza. I thought if they needed to bring up an unmasked luchador to 205 Live, I thought it should have been him instead of Carrillo. I thought he was way more ready for that spot, mm-hmm. but Carrillo's got the abs, so and I'm not dimples. saying that's why he got called up. I don't want somebody to isolate this and be no, like, "No, no, he didn't get called up because of the abs. He got called up because of the dimples." Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, Warren, your thoughts on? I almost called him Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes, that goddamn hat. The, the hat doesn't bother me. What? I'm, the f- I, I'm, I, I'm okay with call the hat right now. Red <laughs> button. <laughs> I like the hat. Um, you like um, it? You like the hat? Yeah, I, oh yes, yes, yes. I like the hat. Not only do, do I not mind it, I like it. I think it's a good look for him. Uh, and I, I'm I'm actually glad. Like for a guy who's supposed to be sweaty and grimy, you know, and it's like you know working with his hands kind of thing. I'm glad he toned down on the conditioner this week. To be perfectly honest, I, I'm going. Um, I, I can only assume that when Brizongo showed up for their match, they literally got to the arena right before their match. Because if they would have seen that goddamn hat, they would have issued a citation immediately. Immediately. Well, listen, look. Let's the the match was fine. Focus on that. The match was fine. I liked it. Someone yes. likes Cameron Grimes a lot in NXT management. Wink, wink. There's someone who's really, really high on him because he went the distance in the uh, breakout tournament. He's one of the only guys outside of um, uh, I want to call him ACH. Anyway, um, uh, Jordan Miles. Jordan Miles. Thank you. Uh, outside of Jordan Miles and uh, and Swerve, who ended up on 205 Live doing a few things, he's one of those one of those who's continuously had matches. Plus, he was on the opening hour last week on USA. He's back again this week. There's he's liked, and they want to push this guy. They want to make something out of him, and I'm completely here for that. Raul Mendoza definitely should have been. He he's fantastic, and every time he goes out. He, he 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 just he just dazzles every single time. I don't understand why he wasn't put up on two hundred five live either. With uh, instead of Humberto Carrillo, Carrillo's he's talented, he's good. He doesn't connect with the audience. No. Raúl Mendoza does. 
Rob Wilkins says, shout out to my Minnesota Twins. One way a win or Cleveland Indians loss away from clinching the division. Number And his second statement is, is that George Mirasan? Nope, it's SRS. Why, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, complimenting me on being tall. Hannah Moore says, Cameron Grimes looks like an out-of-work magician with it. That hat, man. I love Cameron Grimes, though. Damn, he's good. Damn, he's good. Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green shown in the crowd. I tweeted out uh, Deanna Perrazzo. We had the, the great fortune of having her contribute to us uh, a couple of years ago. It was one of those times when we completely ignored stardom, didn't care about it, and for sure didn't specifically go to Deanna Perrazzo and say, Hey, Deanna, would you mind writing about your experience in stardom for us so more people could po- possibly be exposed to that? So uh, I encourage you guys to check us out completely burying stardom since we do not provide it any coverage whatsoever. But Warren, I love Deanna Perrazzo, love Chelsea Green, and I love both of them being shown in the crowd. They've been pushing for this hard. They've been pushing for it, and I like it. If the women's tag titles are cross-promotional, you don't always have to have a title picture, but damn it. Wouldn't it be great if one week on USA they could say Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo challenge for the women's tag titles? And if they do it, they could be on Raw. They could be on SmackDown. They could be anywhere. I think that's very cool. Wasn't that the plan from the get-go? The plan that it, was, that, that it was supposed to be – supposed to go everywhere? Yes, absolutely. And they are – they do seem to be uh, pairing them up as, as a duo and I'm – 100% okay with that. Whatever gets these women on TV, right? Diana Perrazzo is fantastic. I think she's only had one or two matches outside maybe the Mae Young Classic on on uh, on WWE television. She she had a match on NXT well, UK last autumn and probably some other. Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green was at All In last year, yeah. right? Like like if there's if there was ever a time to pull her out of the of the uh, out of the PC uh, uh, wardrobe, whatever. Th- this is the moment to do it right here. I, I, you've got two fantastic, fantastic women talent here, like absolutely fantastic, who can dazzle the crowd. I, it, to me, it's still a mystery to me, especially in the state that the NX that the NXT women's division has been over the past. Seven to eight months hasn't been bad, but hasn't been great either. I don't understand why they w- they they were sitting on these two that entire time while they're trying to convince us that Aaliyah still has something to offer. Yeah, yeah, man, Alex, uh, you're not going to see a lot of 25 year old vets in this world. Diana Perrazzo has worked Ring of Honor, WWE, NXT, Shimmer, uh, Stardom. All over the place. Impact, uh, she she had worked some pay-per-view stuff for them. One of her first matches that she ever did, like I think maybe her sixth or seventh match, was on an Impact pay-per-view. And it wasn't like a short squash. It was like an eight-minute match. This woman's been everywhere. I, I'm really digging seeing them them come up as an act. What do you think about them? Uh, I think they're going to great. I mean, Chelsea Green, let, let, let's we forget, like that whole hot mess character she did uh, uh on impact was just revelatory like it was just she was so into it and just like li- living the gimmick like just walking around being crazy uh was, yeah. she, she's got incredible incredible talent um i'm looking forward to it 
Um, also, these two as a, as a duo, I think, will be good. Uh, they kind of tipped their hat, uh, so to speak, that these two were going to be a duo. Was uh, it a nice hat? Uh, no, it was, it, it was a much better hat than, than uh, Tam Grammer's guy's hat. Uh, it was very tasteful. But they tipped the hat uh, when they released all of those, well, most of those god-awful NXT uh, shirt designs. Uh, and they, they each had their own shirt, but it was their, they were written in the same font and graphic design. One has a C and one had a D, and they were, they were written exactly the same. Um, so, Cool. They, they each get their own shirt, and they're part of a, for a team that has their own font. Fonts are cool. So, yeah, let's see where the, where these two go. I mean, I, I don't... I, I am I, a big fan of fonts. fonts. Yeah, me too. Fonts are yeah. great. I, uh, I, there was talk originally of the tag titles also being defended in NXT. If that's the case, some NXT tag teams would be a good thing to create. So let's do that. The women's tag team titles... Could be making. Let's hope they make an appearance at some point in the future on a Wednesday. Up next, we had uh, Kushida and Brizongo defeating Imperium, Alexander Wal- Wolf, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Barthel. Imperium just looks so good for Walter. They all look imposing. But the thing is, they are his heaters. That's it. They're his heaters. Walter's the star, and that's okay. Alex Kushida gets the win. Brizongo appear and they get a win too. So if they don't win for like another month and a half, two months, yeah. well, they got they got a big win here. And it wasn't on USA, but they still got a big win. What did you think of this match and the decision to have Kushida and uh, Brizongo win? Well, when they say that um, Kushida's going to pick his two tag team partners, for some reason Brizongo never crossed my mind. I thought it was going to be Jordan Miles and one other guy, like somebody else along the lines of a Kushida. They want to they want to build up as as a single star. That would then like get a chance to break out from there. I'm happy with Brazongo. I love Brazongo. Although I didn't realize that they had changed their their music, and so now it starts with a siren. And my entire timeline was like Scott Steiner, and I was like, no, it's not Scott Steiner. I don't think Scott Steiner signed with NXT the last time I checked. Um, He's outright banned from the shows. Yeah, like uh, no. Um, so. Um, but yeah, Brizongo's uh, doing the fashion police thing. I love it. I, I'm, I I love Fandango's hot tag. Like he's he, he looks so yeah. great. He's lost weight and toned up since he when he was out injured. But the one thing I will say about Imperium, I love these guys. I love Bartel and Eichner. It does seem, uh, speaking as as a guy uh, who's on on the not so slender side myself, it does seem like Eichner or Bartel designed their tag team outfits. Because Alexander Wolf looks very pasty and a little rolly over the edges, like not nearly as like toned as uh, as Bartel or as muscular as Eichner. Uh, Alexander Wolf is out there like like a bit of a dad bod. First, but that's fine because I, I ever, love his work in the ring. First time I ever saw Eichner was a couple years ago when he had kind of added some muscle and all that stuff, and I, I asked about him what. From, to my contacts at the PC, and he was getting like Cesaro comparisons, and I'm like, that's a pretty good goddamn comparison to get. Yeah. Like, yeah. my god, uh, Warren, your thoughts on this main event? Uh, Quote I uh, yes, um, I I w- I was pleasantly surprised at the surprise of Imperium showing up on NXT. Imperium is right now one of the better reasons 
to watch NXT UK and to have them show up on plain old NXT. That was fantastic. They're such a credible, credible stable of guys, a, a unit that you can actually believe that they are ass kickers, that they're that they're mean, that they that they're focused. I love the the these four guys together. They look fantastic. I was already a fan of uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Aikner. Uh, who were tagging before the whole Imperium thing started. So it just all came together. Um, I thought this was great. I thought, like Alex said, I thought the, uh, I, I thought Fandango's hot tag was outstanding. I mean, it was fantastic. I thought the triple teams that, um, that, uh, uh, um, uh, Imperium used were great as well. I, you, you could tell you, their gimmick is that they're united in, in, in their love of wrestling and hurting people. And you could tell that there, there is cohesion between the three of them. So that's, that was fantastic. And to quote, uh, Alex Pulaski from last week, I didn't know. I wanted Walter versus Kushida until it was presented to me. That that's yeah. going to be something special. A lot of people like on the Q and A shows they'll be like, "Oh, who's your favorite wrestler?" I don't have a favorite wrestler because I cover this stuff objectively. But man, it's hard. It's hard to not say that Kushida is one of my favorite workers in the world. He is amazing. I got a that, soft that, spot for that double that wrist hip lock. toss. That hip toss yeah. off the ropes into a cartwheel into a jumping drop kick. Yep. Is as fluid as anything I've seen in a wrestling ring. He's he's preternaturally talented. Can you imagine the guys who are in the breakout tournament who who you know who are still young and coming up, and they have Kushida at arm's length at the PC, yeah. like yep. just just there. You can go up to him and just ask him stuff. I mean, that's just invaluable. That's, that's an, it's an investment in in and about itself. Well. AEW's UK TV deal was not so fluid, at least in the announcement. They announced today, ITV is to show brand new weekly wrestling show, AEW Dynamite, on free-to-air TV uh, starting next month. The run will start with a full two-hour show on ITV Sunday, October 6th at 8.20 a.m., followed by a one-hour highlight program Monday, 7 p- or Monday October 7th at 11.45 p.m. Uh, this news got out before AEW wanted it to get out, I'm told. And uh, they they weren't exactly thrilled by that. And considering the nature in which Cody had talked that shit a few months ago, saying that WWE's UK deal sucked, I can kind of understand that. They've since announced that Fight will air it live uh, with a $4.99 subscription and replays will be free. I've talked to people... Uh, within AEW about this, and they said that there is room to grow there. They said that they there is the option, if it's successful, that it moves into a better time slot. Um, they said that they're pretty excited there's going to be free-to-air broadcasts, and on ITV, they put over that it was a big channel and have a good history of wrestling, but uh, they're pretty happy with the free-to-air replay. Warren, what do you think of this news? I mean, hey, we ain't in the UK, so... Hard for us to really discuss this at length. Maybe we should have the old uh, Joe Holbert on the show, but any initial <laughs> thoughts uh, pretty quickly as we kind of put a bow on this one? Well, yeah, I, real quickly, like to me, this I feel for them because we're not quite sure exactly how to watch AEW in Canada yeah. right now. Like, we, you know, so to me, this is familiar territory in the sense that, you, you, you know, 
us Canadians usually end up with a bum deal. You know, that's going to be the same thing with NXT moving forward. You know, Wednesdays in Canada are a big, big hockey night. Mm -hmm. So right now, all we know is that the first hour that airs on USA is going to be on Friday. The the first hour is going to be broadcast on Friday uh, before SmackDown. So we're like, okay, you know, so it sucks. But, you know, I, I think... As far as Cody, you know, talking talking the talk a few months ago, and so you know, these these are growing pains. I think it's yeah. just you know, and I think it's PR growing pains that they're going through. It's normal for 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 uh, for a company to go through them, especially uh, AEW is not a small company. It's getting it has millions of dollars behind it. It's I a agree. big machine that they have to oil. They have to get their 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 ducks in order here. There's going to be stuff that's going to happen that, uh, you know, they wish they had better control over. Uh, we're primed for a couple of more of these for sure. We're going to make our October 2nd NXT predictions based on what's there. It's a pretty big show, so I thought we should make those predictions. Alex, uh, let's do this uh, in pretty short order. Shayna Baszler, Candice LeRae, NXT Women's Championship. You giving uh, Candice a shot here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like it's something to like start the new era off with something bright and shiny, like this brand new thing. Candice LeRae gets her first title shot and then uh, gets gets a surprise victory. You can have Shayna get it back in short order. But but I think that that honestly, they, they're not afraid of having Shayna Baszler be a multi-time champ. Let her be a three-time champ or a four-time champ. I don't know. But I feel like of the three. I think one of them, one of those titles is definitely changing hands. And I feel like the one that's most likely to change hands is Shayna over to Candace. Uh, I am in agreement. Warren, what do you think about that one? I'm a Candace LeRae Stan official. <laughs> uh, however, I, I don't see them taking off the, taking the title off of Shayna. Not just yet. There's still much more gas out of this. They're, the 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 women's division feels re-energized, and they're protecting Candice. They they protected Candice at Takeover. Had her, uh, have her had a big win uh, last week for this. They're going to protect her in some way. I don't think her feud with Io Shirai is done yet. You have the Street Profits against Undisputed Era. I don't think Undisputed Era loses this. Uh, Street Profits are already all over Raw. There's really no reason to have them win this again. Uh, Warren? Uh, absolutely. The ending is telegraphed. Alex? Um, yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle taking on Adam Cole. Man, that, that would also be a big one to launch uh, the brand with, with Matt Riddle. I think that Adam Cole is more of a of a torchbearer, so to speak, than Matt Riddle for a brand like this. And, man, I, I do get a lot of NWO vibes in the in the good way with Undisputed Era and, and Adam Cole. Honestly, if they had the NWO logo across their chest, I think it would fit just perfectly. But they are Undisputed Era. They are what they are. And I think they do it very well. Alex, uh, I've got Adam Cole winning this one via shenanigans. What do you think? Yep. Yeah, Adam Cole wins via shenanigans. Uh, I think Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle with Matt Riddle winning is the main event of their next takeover. I think they're going to build this feud until that point. I think Matt Riddle becomes champ before too long. uh, But I think he definitely loses this thing because they got to extend the feud. Warren, your thoughts? 
I'm in complete agreement. Adam Cole is going to retain. There's going to be lots of shenanigans involved here because, yes, they do want to build the feud. They want to build Matt Riddle as a credible champion for when Tommaso Ciampa returns and wants his belt back. Guys, that's it for the Wednesday shows. We had listen, your boy this afternoon. Make sure you guys check that out. Raw, SmackDown reviews. This week on Fightful Select, Backstage Report podcast. Lots of backstage news there. Have a Q&A show. We got two of them next week. Also, The Weekender, if you want your Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor coverage, check it out there. Follow Warren Hayes at Mr. Warren Hayes. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp and follow us at Fightful or Fightful Wrestle. We've got Facebook discussion groups and pages for you to like, Instagrams. You can find us all over the place. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Podcast platforms everywhere we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.